Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. And today, we are meeting in the middle because we are celebrating for the second time the River Rolling Stroll. And if you remember last year's conversation we had, this one is going to be even more fascinating because it's growing. It grew up so much that we need a special time to talk about it so you can be prepared for what is coming in the bridge between Holyoke and South Hadley. And for that purpose, I want to welcome Cassandra and Kyle, who are the organizers behind this huge event. <laughs> Cassandra, Kyle, welcome, and thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thank It's you for really having a treat. us. Um, I should say, first off, though, um, we are the production company that the organizers brought in to help them with this event. Um, there's actually a steering committee that's been working on this project since the beginning of the year. And in particular, the co-chairs, Sean Condon and Price Armstrong, have been working on this from the beginning, reaching out to community organizations, musicians, members of the community to really make this an event that includes everyone on both sides of the bridge. Yeah, actually, uh, and thank you for clarifying that, uh, Cassandra. I remember exactly uh, around a year ago, uh, I had Sean coming here and we were talking about this idea of the River Run Stroll. And I remember the conversation had this vision into the future, seeing how it will be if this could be repeated and becoming something that represents our region and that represents that union, that connection beyond the physical one with the bridge, putting together Holyoke and South Hadley. And Look at us today. Being It's here. incredible. I mean, the event has really grown. I think it came out, the genesis of the event came out of the desire to encourage people to walk, cycle, rollerblade, use the, use the bridge and the surrounding streets in different ways. Um, think about it a little bit differently when it's shut off from vehicle traffic and really experience the river, the dam, the water flowing in a way that you, know, you don't connect with it in the same way as you're whizzing by in a car. You miss the waterfowl, you miss the fish below. So this part of this really sprang from an opportunity to connect with the physical environment differently. And then also to bring together different organizations, musicians, performers from both sides of the bridge and knit those two communities together because they've been in relationship to each other for a very long time. And the, the bridge is an interesting neutral space in that it, it's, it's, it's a in-between space between two communities. It doesn't really belong to one or the other. And so it, it creates a really interesting opportunity to come together um, in a space that doesn't belong to anybody, per se. Especially when we are talking about spaces and community, sometimes having this Yes, uh, political divisions, because it has to be determined, now you are in Sohadley, now you are in Holyoke. But we are all in the same community. We are both connected through the river. Both cities have, in essence, the same history. So. Absolutely. Um, you know, economically, ecologically, the river and the dam really spurred the economic growth in both communities. Before that, you know, before colonization, the, the river was a source of life, was a source of food. The annual flooding is what has made this area so rich ag agriculturally. That's been going on before there were people here. 
So both, both communities share those relationships to the water and have evolved in somewhat different ways, sort of post-industrial boom. And um, I think that it's really important for folks to come and realize that those communities actually share more than they have more in common than they have that's different between them. But I think it's easy sometimes to focus on those small differences and imagine that they are larger than they actually are. So for this year, we are having the second River Rolling Stroll happening on Sunday, May the 6th. What are the new things? What are the additions that people can expect, especially for the ones who were last year at the very first one? So... In the center of the bridge this year, we're building a stage, and um, and and we've designed the uh, the performances to be collaborative. So, um, throughout the span of the day, which starts at 11 and goes until 3 p.m., there will be musicians and dancers and so on coming in from either side of the bridge. So imagine two different groups parading in from the end and meeting in the middle. And they're going to do collaborative performances. Um, and so we're really excited because the performances that people will see are not performances that have happened before and may never happen again. But it's really about creating a venue for collaboration. And it'll be magnificent because it'll be right in the middle of the bridge, 45 feet above the water with the waterfall as the backdrop. And so some of the collaborations that we have, um, in fact, I would say that we, we very consciously tried to invite all different types of, of music and performance that would honor the different cultures and communities that we have here and different age demographics as well. So we start off the day with this incredible flash mob style performance where we have the Holyoke Marching Band, Holyoke High School Marching Band, and the South Hadley High School Marching Band parading in and meeting the a, a joint effort between the two community bands. So there's a South Hadley community band and a Holyoke community band. All told, it'll be uh, almost 200 musicians coming together in the center of the bridge to do this magnificent performance that's never been done before. Mayor Morse will speak, um, as well as representatives from South Hadley. We're particularly excited about, um, I don't, do you know Mr. G? Yes. So Mr. G is going to be here, um, and he, of course, won the Latin Grammy uh, a year ago, and, uh, and he's going to be bringing his fabulous uh, sort of samba-inspired rhythms and meeting with the Berkshire Batteria, which is this drum and dance group out of the Berkshires, who are phenomenal. Um, and it's about uh, 15 drummers and dancers with these giant drums who will come in and, and augment his samba rhythms. They play, you know, Brazilian samba-style rhythms and uh, and it's both parties are extremely excited because Mr. G's never had an opportunity to play with a big drum and dance group before. In fact, we were just talking to him this morning. So uh, it's going to be really exciting to see what happens because it's never been been done before. And for those of you who are curious, there's a little teaser. He will have a special guest on his set, but we're not going to tell you who that is just now. <laughs> you have to you have, you have to, to come. You have to witness it if you want to know what it is. You have to meet in the middle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also have uh, the young hip-hop sensation Roche coming and doing a performance with Craze Phase. His, the video that he did as the part of the Anti-Violence Week at Holyoke High School last year went viral, and we're really excited to bring him to the stage to really you know, honor his message and sort of the younger generation of performers who are coming up. And we will have Salsa Train Orchestra um, playing a wonderful salsa set to get everybody dancing in the middle of the bridge. And then we have um, several street bands that are going to be uh, parading in and, and playing together, um, which is really exciting. And these, the, the street bands are often called honk bands, um, and they have come from all over the state. 
Um, to we have expandable brass band, prone to mischief, desperate measures, and one other that I can't remember at the moment. Um, and anyway, they, so they will be moving all over the bridge and, uh, and, and playing collaboratively together in the center as well. So there's a lot of really neat collaboration going on and things that uh, you, you'll, you'll probably never see again anywhere else. Yeah, very joyful, high energy, and with the intention of getting people to come from the edges of the bridge and, you know, gather in the center around the stage, and then continue on and explore all of the things that are on the opposite side. So really exploring that whole quarter mile span of the bridge. For you coming to manage that many talent and all the logistics of this event, we were talking about it last year as an idea and... Maybe as an experiment sounded, okay, let's see what happens. Of course, this year coming with more elements and more components that I believe make things a little bit more complicated. How the logistics of an event such unique to be handled? Yeah, well, again, we begin our programming, our planning months and months in advance. And it starts with identifying the musicians that we want to be part of it reaching out to the folks who provide different activities. We'll have face painters. We have hula hooping. We have a putting green. Um, there are folks doing, uh, Artisana is coming and doing a weaving demo. You'll be able to screen print a t-shirt. We have someone doing tie-dyeing. So thinking of all the different types of activities that folks of all ages would really enjoy and reaching out to you know the different people who do those things to come and be part of it. Um, brokering relationships between the collaborating artists so that they can begin working on material that they can perform together. That part is important. And really soliciting you know, information from different organizations in the community about what's important to them, what they, what they really enjoyed last year, what they'd like to see this year, so that we're really creating an event that reflects you know, everyone's interests and values. What will be for you some of the most interesting or challenging things to put together for this River Run Stroll? Um, well, the artist collaborations have definitely been the most creative. I think that part's really fun. Um, I also like that um, because of the success of last year's event, more community organizations have reached out and they want to be part of it. They want to table. They want to offer different activities. That, that part, I think, is really exciting. That, that becomes Over time, it becomes more representative of the community, that people really find value in it and take ownership of it and make it their own. We also started a, a campaign called Meet in the Middle, which you referenced earlier, with the idea of inviting public representatives to um, endorse and participate in the spirit of this event, which is simply just to you know reach across the river and, and get to know your neighbors. And, and it's been really exciting because public representatives on both sides of the bridge and at a state level have come on board to support the event and help get the message out to their constituents. And we're really excited that at, you know, at both a community level and at a, um, a sort of governmental level. There's a lot of participation in this and, and just supporting the spirit of, of what this is. And that's, you know, it's symbolically, uh, metaphorically, and literally, you know, about coming together. So I think we're particularly excited to see what happens when a whole bunch of people get together in the middle of the bridge and, and get to enjoy these really unique performances. I think this is also a demonstration project that uh, after the success of last year's event, Mass Department of Transportation expressed an interest in replicating this event in other bridge communities across the state. So I think as we move forward and the event grows and we have different partners, there's an opportunity to share what we've learned with other communities to help them create these kinds of events. 
So that in itself is another way to put our community on the map as creative, innovative, and a tight community that is celebrating its own resources, its own people, its own richness, history and legacy by having this beautiful gathering of arts, entertainment, fun, music, and just the presence of everyone at, in, in a place that usually is just a point of connection that we pass by sometimes as quick as, as we can. Sure. Time. I mean, we speed over the bridge. We don't stop. But I think um, it comes, actually, what you said really references the power of free community-driven festivals to, um, I mean, there's this sort of broader vision of how that creates, you know, economic growth in communities, but it also gives communities the opportunity to showcase, you know, their vibrancy, the great things that are happening there in, in a way that's very real and tangible, that if you spend time in a place, you have a physical and emotional connection to it and to those people that you meet and you're interacting with, which is completely different from something that you might read in the paper or you see, you know, a uh, a post on Facebook or something like that that's more ethereal that you're not connected with, I think the power to change public perception really has to do with being in a place. Sure, and especially in a place that you wouldn't otherwise spend time in. So for people who come from out of town, and there'll be many of them, this may be their first experience getting to know the Holyoke or South Hadley communities. And to be able to do that in this context of a big celebration on a bridge in the sunshine is a pretty exciting way for those people to develop relationships with both of these communities. When you were mentioning some more agencies wanting to be present and participate, which of those agencies are the ones that showed that interest on, on being part of the River Rostro? Uh We have uh, Nueva Esperanza has been on board, Palante, um, Wisteria Hearst reached out. Um, they did a, a display last year and they're excited to bring some you know new, fresh history to the bridge. Uh, the South Hadley uh, Historical Society is also doing the same thing. The Connecticut River Conservancy. They're the folks who operate the fish ladder. They they actually opened today. They're opening this week. Yeah, they open on Wednesday, Wednesday. the 2nd. Yeah. yeah, so they're opening like in advance of this event, and they're really excited to be a part of it. Um, the Holyoke Y is coming, and then we have some small businesses. We have bre uh, Breathing Space Yoga. And uh, for cardio hip-hop fans, Juan has, you know, taken flight, and he's now 413 Family Fitness, so he's bringing cardio hip-hop to the bridge, which will be fantastic. And we would be remiss if we didn't, in the same breath, um, uh, appreciate the, the many local businesses that have sponsored this, because the only way you have a free festival is when it's underwritten um, by the business community. And this is a very local effort. This is not a big festival that is, uh, you know, supported by Coca-Cola. This is local businesses um, who have been extremely generous, um, and even many individuals. Um, and we encourage everybody to go to the Roll and Stroll website, which is rollandstroll.org rollandstroll.org, um, where they can learn about activities and the lineup, as well as the, um, the businesses who are helping to sponsor and really make this possible. Um, and there's great generosity from, from those who have supported the event, um, including companies like E-Inc., who I, I believe is going to have an interactive Yeah, they'll have a, a table of interactive tech there, different gadgets for people to try out, which I think will be really exciting. Um, Action Ambulance is com coming. They're donating an ambulance for people to explore as well as providing CPR training. And then they're also, they, I mean, it's incredible. They've also provided an ambulance on call. Nothing is going to happen on Sunday, but just if it did, they're at the ready to take anybody away if that needs to happen. 
Um, it's also a remarkable partnership with uh, the police and fire and DPW departments on both sides of the river. You know, they, they loan us trucks, they put in the barriers, they make sure that we have, you know, EMTs on site. They're also bringing the fire truck so you can explore, explore the fire truck and meet Sparky. Um, you know, everybody just comes with a really good and generous spirit to, to put it all together. You're listening Radio Plasma. And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels. Twitter, Radio Plasma Lab, and facebook.com slash radioplasma. What it means for you as producers and organizers of events across the valley, putting together something like the River Rome Stroll? Well, I love that, you know, so we do these, we do several different events. We do the Mill Pond Live series, which is in East Hampton. We do uh, Springfield Jazz and Roots, which is down in Springfield. We do this event, which is here. And then we also do South Hadley Falls Fest. And each one of those events has a distinct flavor that relates to, you know, it's about the organizations who participate. It's about the volunteer committees who get on board and organize. It's about the businesses who support the event. And I really, I love that they have these distinct characters because you can go to big festivals across the country and they're all pretty much the same. You know, the same musicians perform at a lot of them. You know, you can buy your Coke product or your Bud Light and, you know, they're they're a pretty generic experience and these festivals are very much about place very much about community um, when we first started the mill pond live series we did a whole living history component um, called the new city radio project telling stories from the community on stage as part of our event to give people a sense of place you know most people didn't know that there's actually a tunnel that runs below the stage over to the mill buildings which are adjacent to it So it's things like that, like surfacing the stuff that's unique to a community that's so important. Another beautiful element is the weather itself. And we Pri know Price put in that order months ago. <laughs> <laughs> And it's come through. We're pretty excited about it. Because I remember last year, weather was good, considering we are in New England and spring is just a season by name. <laughs> it's an idea. Yeah, it's a concept. And, and it was quite enjoyable, even, even with a little bit of chill wind and a little drizzle every now and then. It was a really enjoyable day, but looks like this year. Yeah, it's, we're supposed to, it's supposed to be sunny in the 60s, maybe if we cross our fingers or get up into the 70s. So I'm pretty excited about that. It may be a little windy. We do tell people, you know, dress in layers. It's New England after all. We never know what we're going to get. Uh, wear your sunscreen. Wear a big hat. Um, one of the things that's important to mention this year is that we ask people to leave their pets at home. If you have a service animal, your seeing eye dog, of course, is welcome. But um, we ask people to leave their pets at home because we anticipate that the crowds will be bigger this year. It's safer for pets and safer for people if, you know, Fido stays home. And also considering the sound level, if there's a stage this time in the middle, the music and the sound of certain instruments could be also not comfortable for, for pets to be mm -hmm. exposed to them. Yeah, and, you know, as, a, as an animal lover myself, I, you know, can understand that, you know, an animal who behaves one way at home where they're safe and they're comfortable and things are familiar might feel overwhelmed in a setting that has a lot of new people and sounds and smells. 
So we're, we're sorry to ask people that, but it's just a little bit better for everybody if we do. So the River Roland Stroll is happening this Sunday, May the 6th, at the Veterans Bridge between Holyoke and South Hadley. You don't need a car. It's not allowed for this specific date. And the idea is that you walk the river, that you enjoy the river, the music, the people, the view. And if you have your camera with you, use it the most possible because this is such a unique experience and sharing it is also another way to make sure that people remember but also people not necessarily here in our area know about what we're doing the way we do things that the way we share time and enjoy of our resources absolutely i think that's so important i mean sharing images sharing stories The more that we can um, spread what's really happening, you know, the, the beautiful things that are happening in Holyoke and in South Hadley and the positive things that members of the community can create, the better. You know, we get to write our own story. We get to tell the story of these places. And it goes back to what I said again about, you know, these events having their unique character. This is the moment to show, you know, who we really are. So this is a perfect opportunity to enjoy locally and to connect with organizations, people, elected officials, businesses. Basically, both cities are gonna get together at the river. How many opportunities of doing that you have? It's, like I said, such a unique experience, so be part of it. And, and, and to walk, you know, for the South Hadley community here, or the uh, South Holyoke community to be able to walk to the bridge, and the South Hadley Falls community to be able to walk to the bridge, You know, they spend all, they gaze across the river at each other, we, we like to say. But this is an opportunity to just walk from your neighborhood and enjoy meeting in the middle. Yeah, and speaking of walking, actually, actually um, you, can, you can ride your bike to this event. You can walk. We encourage people to park on the streets, you know, adjacent to the bridge. Um, we, you know, we don't have a giant lot for everybody. So, so wear comfortable shoes. Be prepared to walk a couple of blocks before you get to the bridge. And then the bridge is a quarter mile long. So, you know, this is really a day about being outside, about walking and looking at things and interacting with other people and experiencing the beauty and power of the, the river, which we can easily take for granted. For reference of the other events that you were mentioning, all the, the other festivals, how can people get to know about your work and the upcoming event? Well, there's, there's certainly websites for all of them, and we will also have information on our website, which is laudable.productions. So uh, the South Hadley Falls Fest is put on by Music and Arts South Hadley, and that's at fallsfest.live. Um, there'll be more information coming soon there, and that's on July 28th. We have um, Springfield Jazz and Roots is at springfieldjazzfest.com. It's uh, shaping up to be a really exciting festival this year, and that's on uh, August 11th, I believe. And the millpond.live, which is also the website, millpond.live series, starts up in the end of August, August 25th, and runs for four consecutive weeks. And of course, all this information will be also available in our website, radioplasma.com. And Cassandra and Kyle, I really want for you to utilize this space and this platform to share that information of the upcoming events. Because even though the headquarters of this 
platform is Holyoke, this event, and like we were saying on the conversation, we are all connected. We are all part of the same community. And the idea is to make those connections happen and to enjoy of what we have everywhere. And, and get people to go up and down the river and, you know, over the mountain, too. I mean, last summer you did a fabulous interview with uh, Rebel Diaz. They came for the Mill Pond Live Festival, and I was just delighted. You know, they did a workshop here with the Sojourner Truth Center in Holyoke. They did a wonderful interview with you. They put on, out, on an outstanding show for Mill Pond that really moved people. And I would like for more of that kind of collaboration to happen. I think that there's a, a reticence on, the, on both sides to traverse perceived boundaries. And I think the more we put on these kinds of shows and the more we kind of have these kinds of conversations, the more we dissolve those boundaries and understand that as a region, there's so much wonderful stuff happening and it's accessible to everyone. We don't have to feel siloed in our particular community because it's familiar. Yeah, we recently um, helped produce an event in South Hadley, which was called Fest Forward, but it was a showcase of emerging young emerging artists part of their sort of precursor to the the festival. And we were thrilled uh, because not only did we cross the river, we had the Basement Cats, uh, a young group here from from Holyoke, and they were fabulous on stage. Um, the group that uh, actually won the uh, the honor of, of performing at Falls Fest came from Springfield, from the Springfield Community Music School. And, uh, and it was really wonderful to have Springfield here and have Holyoke here you know, crossing those boundaries, which are often hard to get people like, we're really excited to, to cross the river this weekend. It's really hard to get people to cross the mountain. We look forward to doing more this year to get Holyoke to come to East Hampton and, and so on. So and get East Hampton to come to the roll and stroll and Northampton to come to the roll and stroll. Like we really want the entire valley to come to this event and experience everything that's here. Mm-hmm. It's a process. And it has to start in some point. So another another way to utilize the middle in the middle. That's right. Yes. As a way to emulate and invite everyone in the valley to be part of this. If not this year, next year mm-hmm. and the upcoming ones. Well, and I think we have to role model that behavior that we show others when we do this ourselves, that I think it can feel overwhelming to be the first person. But if you see someone else do it, if you see your neighbor do it, if you see a great photo on Facebook that your pals were out having a great time at this event, well, then next year, you're much more likely to go. You're much more likely to come to an event in a community that isn't familiar to you. It's, it's just so important to demonstrate that. Um, so we have a terrific fleet of food trucks coming to this event. So bring your appetite. Um, El Guanaco will be there. Murphy's Pub will be there. Bistro Bus, Holyoke Hummus, the Holyoke favorite. Uh, we have Crooked Stick Pops and Chill Out serving uh, frozen treats for dessert. And I'm sure there are a couple others that I'm forgetting. But so, yeah, so we'll have plenty of food. It'll be a great time. Rollandstroll.org. You can find all the details there. And we are glad that... For the second time, we are also helping spread the word about this beautiful event. And you're going to be there. Yes, being being there and yeah, trying to bring the presence of a space that usually is not tangible, but somehow we're figuring out ways to make it happen that way. Well, I, one actually, you asked me earlier, one of the things I was excited about, I'm excited that you're going to be there. I'm excited that Media Lab is going to be there. And students from Holyoke Community College will be live broadcasting the musical performances. So they'll be there as well. I love that there's this consortium of media organizations showing up to be part of the event and also to broadcast it to the broader community. 
Talking about that is so beautiful to see that it is the local media as yes. well. Yes. Hyper-local. Yeah. Well, that, that was really important to me in reaching out that, you know, it's one thing to have an ad, you know, on a big radio station, but really I want, I want our local partners. I want the people who are on the ground doing the work every day who are directly connected to people in the community there because those are the voices we need to hear and those are the voices we're really listening to. So Sunday, May 6th, the bridge. And this is the River Roll and Stroll, something that now needs to start feeling like something is going to keep happening from now on because is that big, is that good? It is. And I should also mention that if you come to the event and you love it, reach out and volunteer because an event like this takes an army of people to produce. It takes about 60 volunteers on the bridge the day of the event. It takes a committee of about 20 people to organize it in the year beforehand. So if you love it, become a part of it. Well, Cassandra, Kyle, thank you so much for being here, for putting this energy, your effort and your vision on, in organizing something as unique as this River Roll and Stroll, and of course the the other events and festivals. So, keeping culture and interaction with communities is a really dedicated mission that you are taking upon yourselves. And I thank you for that. It's been our thank pleasure. You for thank us. you. So this is our conversation with the organizers of the River Roll and Stroll happening this Sunday, May the sixth. And this is the Radio Plasma podcast. Remember, all this information is also available in the posting of this episode at radioplasma.com. Once again, thank you, Cassandra and Kyle. And thank all of you for listening to this session of the Radio Plasma podcast recorded here at the Media Lab at the Gander at Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>